Welcome to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two pals recap romance novels at their very first live show. Oh yes, you're getting the recording of Heaving Bosoms' first live performance at Love Sweet Arrow. But more on that in a second. HBs, this announcement is a hard one, but you know you can always count on me to tell you a little too much. (laughs) Hashtag TMI with Melody. The past five months haven't been easy, and I did what I normally do when things go sideways, which is carry on while white-knuckling and doing jazz hands and pushing my feelings so far down that the Marianas Trench would be impressed. So, for the next couple of months, the main Heaving Bosoms feed is going on a short hiatus. Never fear, patrons. One thing I am loving is recapping the one that got away with Naima, so nothing is changing with Patreon. There will still be new episodes, super cool authors at book club like Aaron Sterling in October, and way more. I haven't decided what to recap after the one that got away, so if you have suggestions, don't be shy. Slide right into my DMs especially if you've read some good novellas lately. I might pop into the feed every once in a while, but for the foreseeable future, you can find new Heaving Bosoms content on our Patreon. The past four years have been a phenomenal, but non-stop adventure. I think the break is going to allow us all at HBHQ to recharge, regroup, and come back better than ever. Now, I can't think of a better way to say see you soon than Nat and Sarah being amazing in front of our first live audience. They celebrated Bookstore Romance Day in the best way possible, surrounded by HBs. So here's their recap of Halfway to the Grave by Janine Frost. One, two, three, four, five, six, Six. seven. No, I said we're going to six. I don't take directions well. Um, (laughs) Hi, Sarah, we're here in front of this audience. Natalie, we're here in front of this audience. It's kind of bizarre. We were trying to, when we were getting ready for this event, we were talking about like, okay, well, we need to have like headphones or we need to have like a, like Zoom and we're like, do we have internet access? No. Do we, wait, we're going to be in the same room we're with each other. We're going to be literally looking into each other's eyes while we're recording these. So we like, don't need we any of that shit. hands. Let's not. I know. That you know what? Weird, but we could. I'm getting sweatier by the minute. <laughs> by the so end like, of this. It's... <laughs> damp. Are you damp? <laughs> oh my I'm God. Damp. So that's no. That's uh, not a. I'm damp and not in a sexy way. <laughs> um. Welcome, everybody. We are here at Love Sweet Arrow in Tinley Park, Illinois, which is one of two romance-centric bookshops uh, in Yay! in the United States. You, um, you can- <laughs> yes, yeah, that is. And it's uh, Bookstore Romance Day, which is a celebration of romance, the romance genre in bookstores all throughout the United States, and maybe internationally. Let's go internationally. I know of at least one Canadian event. There it is. <laughs> so we're going to go internationally. Um, and we're excited to be here. We uh, we have famous authors here in attendance, which is very exciting. Um, and we have some giveaways that we will have uh, at the end. We have merch from 
Chickaloo Kate. We have merch from Chickaloo Kate. We have merch from uh, Kiss and Let Me Tell You, mugs and stickers and magnets, pencils. So uh, those are exciting. Thank you to the to Chickaloo Kate and to Ki uh, Kiss and Let Me Tell You for providing that merch for us to give away. And then we're also going to recap a book. We are going to recap a book. I have a visual aid. <laughs> this, this is an audio medium. Okay. <laughs> Listener, I'm holding up a paperback that I purchased, and I can tell you exactly when, because I went to the Amazon page to share the link as we were advertising this event, and Amazon helpfully said, you purchased this book on October 18th, 2007. Amazon remembers that far back. <laughs> and it was when, and I'm going to take you, listen, we all have issues with Jeff Bezos, right? Like, that's just, <laughs> let's say that. But it was when Amazon was getting into the book space, and they were having four paperbacks for the price of three so my sales history really trying to make it as a bookseller that Amazon purchase was. was a large one because i was like that they're giving me a free paperback for every, all right let's do this and i ordered all the paperbacks and this was one of them so this has been sitting on my shelf unaware that at some point i would pull it out read it in 2022 and say oh this has not aged well <laughs> because you read it right i read it in 2007 i enjoyed it i like a badass urban fantasy heroine i like a vampire who bones and in this case his name his, is actually his name is bones. bones yeah it was um and that's what, what we call a <laughs> that, was, that was a nice job that's a really good job it's like you do this as, as part of your job um so this book was a lot of things one of the things it was was uh, spike and buffy fan fiction <laughs> I have never seen been able to picture a hero more clearly in my brain than I could picture James Marsters as as Bones. Bones. Here, I'm curious in the audience, how many of you have seen Buffy? M make noise because it's an audio medium. Uh, <laughs> hey, there it is. So when I tell you that this hero is described as having hollows in his cheeks, yes. sharp cheekbones, dark eyebrows, platinum bleach blonde, blonde hair, hair yep. It's, yeah. It is. He is British. He has. There, an, he yes. calls her love. I haven't done a search on my um, Kindle, but he, it has to be like six hundred times. Okay. So this is Spike. Lot. This is Spike. Yeah. Embrace it. Love yes. it. Love it. Yes. Actually, and it wasn't Spike and Buffy because she's not. She's a not Buffy. Buffy. Yeah. Buffy, she's Buffy not. would never. Yeah, she, Buffy, Buffy would not go some of the places <laughs> that. Uh, wow, I just already forgot her name. It's Cat. Oh, yeah. oh Kitten, Cat, is... Catherine. <laughs> Kathy. Do you know that her full name is Catherine, Catherine Kathleen Crawfield? Who in the fuck is naming is naming their child Catherine, Catherine Kathleen. Kathleen? She's Kathy Kathy Crawfield. Kathy Kathy. <laughs> um, I don't know who would be doing that. Well, but it's Janine Frost. The author is Janine Frost. Well, Janine Frost did do it. Yeah, and I feel and okay. So like, no hate to Janine Frost. She's lovely. She's a lovely woman. We don't She's know a lovely her. Author. We do not know her. I. She doesn't live here. And part of me was like, I did look up. Like, is there a chance she's in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Could she see this and then go, oh, I'm going to go. And then I would be like, no. <laughs> she lives in Maryland. I checked. <laughs> she could be vacationing. I, I don't know. I lowjacked her vehicle. It's where she is right now. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Bones would do that. Well, so as, as we're doing this, do you want to talk about some of the content warnings? Yeah, we do need to do some content warnings right off the bat. I'm, and if we had been more prepared... 
we would have maybe told you about these so that if these were not and giving you the opportunity to um, prioritize yourself on this. But in this book, there is off-page sexual assault that's historical in nature. Um, there's on-page description in, descriptions of kidnapping and allusions to sexual assault in the present. There's on-page drugging with the intention of sexual assault. There is slut-shaming and there is sex trafficking that is deemed used that the term is used white slavery to describe sex trafficking. So um, this book is not going to be for everybody. This book is, I think if I was reading this book for any other reason, I would have stopped reading this book. Concur. And it was interesting to me because like I said, I, I bought this book in 2007. I read it. I own several of the books in the series. I think 2007 wasn't that long ago, but it was a while ago in terms of some of our language and our usage and our sensitivities and our not every female character needs a tragic backstory tied to sexual assault to make her interesting and relevant, right? So, I, and, I'm, and I'm not saying this as any kind of shade to the author at all. You know, standards change, the way we talk about things change, the way we structure our stories change. And I, I also struggle with a heroine a little bit in the first half of the book, I would say, but she evolves and she evolves over the series. And I will admit, I've not read the newest Janine Frost books, the ones that she's putting out in the last couple of years. I'd love to see how her writing and her characters have evolved because I think there's a lot of good here that and I, I have to believe that if this was out in 2022 she would be talking about trafficking that's the word that she would use right because we know now right yeah yeah so. yeah 100 percent. and I think um, this is gonna be funny yeah <laughs> I mean maybe it's not I mean we're gonna intend for it to be funny <laughs> this is a comedy podcast um so <laughs> one of the things that this book well I think that this book brings to light a lot of things with, um, that that we've seen in past writing by men and women, sometimes currently by men, is that using women as a tool um, and using the assault of women and violence against women as a tool to move a story forward is something that is used quite often. And it drives me kind of up the wall that it had to be women in every part of this. It, there was not one part where a man was victimized in this book. Correct. Well, we, there is a lot of murdered men in this yeah, book. Yeah, well, yeah, but like by but, women. Like, so they deserved it. So, you know. They were probably deserving. Yeah. Um, no, they just, were, just, legitimately were. Like, yeah. yeah, the ones who died, <laughs> we won't get into it, but. Yeah. So, um, so that it was just very glaring that it was only women that were used as tools to move the story along and as plot devices. And and I just used those words like I knew what they meant. No, you nailed it. Um, nailed I it. am not an author, but... Um, <laughs> but it's very much in line with the, the, the victim of the week TV shows. You know, mm -hmm. like every, every TV show that has a serial killer who only targets women. I mean, it's yeah. very similar to that. Can we... Is that, is that, are we, is everybody CW'd? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we can move past okay. the CW's if everybody's, if everybody's cool with that and start jumping into the plot. Um, and uh, I think that was all I wanted to say. Yeah, that was good. You great. It. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. I did write that down because I wanted to make sure that I included everything. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so when we open on this book, you, uh, whoa, you are only in Kat's perspective for this whole book. It's all first person POV with our heroine Kat, mm -hmm. as we've covered. Catherine, Catherine, Catherine Kathy, Kathy. 
Kathy, Kathy. <laughs> and she uses different names depending on what situation she puts herself in. The weirdest is when somebody calls her Kathy. It's very strange. She prefers Kat. Catherine is a little bit more. Kathy's her school name. Kathy is her school name. She was when she's a college kid, just a typical college kid. I've been fighting so, vampires. I've been a college professor for years now, and I don't think I've ever had a Kathy. A Kathy? I don't think I've ever had a Kathy. Sorry if you're Kathy out My there. My stepmom is Kathy. Kathy is a lovely name. <laughs> but she's not a college student. So. <laughs> Kathy's are allowed to go to college. So it's not like, that's not like, oh, I'm on the admissions process. I just got canceled tonight. <laughs> no education for Kathy's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kathy, feel free to apply to college. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fund a scholarship at this point because I feel bad. Kathy's only. <laughs> Kathy's C's or K's. Both. Either one. Equal opportunity. Yeah. What if she was Kathy, Kathy, C, and K? Oh, no, she is. She, she is. Kathy, Kathleen. Kathy, C, Kathy, K. All right. Never mind. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. When we start, when we first meet our heroine, she is transporting a dead body. She sure is. And she gets pulled over by an officer of the law who's yes. all... What you got in that truck? Yeah, exactly. He's got the um, the beer belly, the belly, buckle, the, the bolt, the, yeah. like the creaking belt with the, all the the buckle shuffle. Oh, and I also think we need to point out. Do you, do you remember the name of her town? Nope. It is Licking Falls. Oh God, yeah. I was really hoping for that to come back. I remember reading it and being like, Oh yes. There, Cross your fingers. There are innuendo. some characters who make some of the worst innuendo I've ever read on page, and nobody does Licking Falls. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of damp. <laughs> Nobody was speaking of damn that <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah, I wish. <laughs> so she gets pulled over. She has a vampire dead in the truck. Mm -hmm. And here's where we start to learn her history. She is a half vampire. Her mother was raped by a vampire. Five months later, gave birth to Kat, mm -hmm. who has some abilities that have come out, become a little bit more prominent as she's gotten into her teenage years. Um, and what's really hard to hear at this point is the way the town treated her mother, mm -hmm. who was the victim of this assault, and then have treated her as the daughter, the illegitimate daughter of a sexual assault survivor. And, and everybody, there's a lot of slut shaming of the mother, of the daughter. The apple doesn't fall far from the slutty tree. It's, it's a lot of... Yeah, and she's weird. And she's a weirdo. Because she's, she knows her, her mother, her... her upbringing is such that her mother never lets her forget yeah. who she is and what half of her DNA is. Yeah. And her grandparents sure never let her mother or cat forget yeah. what happened to them. And it's not, so she's not in the best, she needed some therapy. Yeah. She did not get therapy in Licking Everyone Falls. Everyone in this book needs therapy. Everybody in this book needs therapy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Licking Falls doesn't have a, like a very, like, no, abundant mental health like yeah a thriving mental health community yeah. is not part of 2007 no. looking falls so the the police officer actually says like oh you're 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 her daughter and yeah. you're, you've been out sleeping around like your ma yeah it's yeah, bad roof, roof. yeah <laughs> and she's and she's i i had a really hard time figuring out how old she was she's and 22 yeah she is allegedly al mentally we're i don't know but uh physically she is 22 um she is not like and basically what her thing that she does is is she does something during the day doesn't work or no maybe she waitresses i don't know she does something during the day and then almost every night she goes out and tries to get vampires to think they're gonna sleep with her and then she murders them so she goes to club and she picks up and she does it i love this the first time we see her in a club she walks up to a vampire and says hey you want to screw me you want to well, i think she just says you want to screw 
I don't even think she says screw, and I think she does like a one finger drag <laughs> hey, down the do arm. Wanna... <laughs> yeah, okay. I can touch Natalie when we're doing this. It's <laughs> yeah. weird. We do see each other in person, so this isn't this like is the not... first time we've ever seen each other in person. But like, this is the first time we've recorded next to each other. That's true. It's not weird at all. So, so she gets out of this inter- uh, altercation. What an altercation! Interaction with the cop who is willing to let her go. He does not explore the back of the truck, discover the vampire body. She goes. She buries the vampire body. The next night, she's back at the club, asking if anybody wants to screw. Duh club, yep. And um, she is blown off by a blonde vampire. He has, stay with me, hollow cheeks, <laughs> cheekbones to die for, dark eyebrows, a British accent. Mm-hmm. And, and he uh, blows her off, so she goes uh, out, she goes, she takes a vampire named Kevin home. Yeah. <laughs> Murders Kevin. <laughs> R.I.P. Kevin. Yeah, no justice for Kevin. Though. No I think justice he's doing for fine. Kevin. Yeah, uh, buries him where she's burying all her vampires. I, I will say these vampires do not turn to dust. The vampires who turn to dust are so much more polite and thoughtful yes. to the Slayers community. These guys just just you desiccate have... to the point of their real age. So if you're a 20 year old vampire, you're gonna look pretty soggy Gross. yeah but if you're a 300 year old vampire you're gonna look real bad real like a fast. skeleton yeah so there's a lot of um vampire au that happens i feel like in this like according to like everything we've seen on tv um that's not what happens here this like there's they have uh um janine frost has developed like a whole vampire world she's got all sorts of like rules and criteria and things that happen and bones tells us all about them as we go along lengthy lengthy monologues oh yes people have never met a full paragraph they don't want to fill up with text (laughs) they're going to explain everything but yeah so the the janine frost vampires can eat but they don't have to but they don't really like it Mm -hmm. they can go out in sunlight they don't have to sleep you know it's just they don't they only breathe once a day if they want to if yeah 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 um every you know every vampire universe has its own rules and mythology and this one's not wildly different than some of them but they're just you have to know the the details of what you're getting into yeah yeah their bodily fluids are pink this will come back later (laughs) all bodily fluids all well actually i don't know about urine oh no we didn't cover urine do they urinate? Actually, there is a bathroom scene. Cat has to use the bathroom, and I was just like, "Oh but my god, a heroine who actually is like." Yes, she has to like hover over a waterfall. Yeah, it's bad. I wouldn't like. I that. mean, she didn't seem to mind. I don't camp for a reason, and that's yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next night, she's back at the club, and so is this blonde hottie. And this time, she actually says, "You want to fuck?" Yeah. She, she like, says, "I really, really want to get it on." She bolsters herself to, to say, say the fuck. f word for I think the first time. Yeah. She's had a very, very you know, she's a weirdo. She's a loner. She has these kind of super. I get a sense like religious, like super. I would get her grandparents are. I mean, because yeah. remember the whole scene where they were like. She has been consorting with the devil. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she, this blonde vampire agrees to go with her. Mm-hmm. She, he asks her name. She says Cat Raven, and he says Kitten Tweety, like Raven Tweety Tweety Bird. Mm-hmm. It yeah. works better on the page. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> and, <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, somehow she uses the word groin twice on she page also, 12. She it was also not. refers to him as a bastard, which is the filthiest word she can think of. Well, she's probably been called that her whole life. So honestly. But like, I can think of a lot of words. <laughs> Were you raised by religious grandparents who think you're I'm the sure devil because your mom? Okay. I wasn't. But I'm like, glad because if you were, that would have been a really like awkward way to. But I feel that makes you want to find more filthy words yeah fair you know what i mean fair i don't know maybe not so this vampire gets in her truck and her mo is to get them out of the truck someplace isolated remote Mm -hmm. think make them think that she's gonna you know get it on in the woods in the woods and then she just 
right in the chest with her uh with her wood on the outside silver on the inside stake because in this universe wood is not enough it has to be silver so they think they see a wooden stake and they're not scared and they they see a human girl and they're not scared and it turns out she's half vampire she has silver in the stake she's actually got a pretty good vampire killing system down for a 22 year old who's well, super she's sheltered. been doing it since she was 16 yes uh, she has she yeah. has she has uh, so, but this vampire is not playing along he does no. not want to get out of the truck he's like love having sex in a truck let's yeah. do it mm-hmm. and so she's like how am I gonna like maneuver this so she kind of starts to take her pants off and he's unzipping and then he just punches her in the head and she wakes up chained to a wall in a cave yes yeah so bones it it happens fast yeah it's yeah all this it's yeah things just really start to move really quickly after this yeah this is this is a meat cute um so bones who is a 200? 200. Can I say something? I feel like a 200-year-old vampire isn't that old. I, I, like, like that's It's old. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah, older than I all mean, of us. I mean, it's older than me. I assume. Yeah. Um, but, and so it's, you know, he, he was around for all kinds of... He's younger than the United States. So to me, that isn't she's just like he's he's just impossibly old i mean i mean i don't know around for railroads i don't know (laughs) (laughs) she's um also like impossibly immature impossibly listen i am not one of those oh i hate a difficult heroine oh i didn't authors people who don't like your heroines because they're just a little bit challenging. It's frustrating, right? Yeah. It's it's and they're actually authors in the audience, so I was actually able to make <laughs> eye contact. Um, I'm not one of those people who's just like, you know, she was a little whiny, she was a little assertive. I just didn't no, no, no. I love a difficult I loved mm-hmm. Darcy and 99% mind by Sally Thorne. Like I would ride or die for her. Cat worked my last nerve. She well, especially in this first half. And and we found out later, I read <clears throat> there's an author note at the end of at least the print the ebook. Not uh, this one. <laughs> yeah. No, the ebook that she says that she actually rewrote the first half of this book multiple times and the first chapter multiple times. And she said that um, she had started this off as a YA, like urban fantasy like, book. Like a 16-year-old. Yeah, as yeah. a 16-year-old. Um, and she started off and she said that was a tough sell. And so we think that she changed some parts of it. But some of the characterization of the- stays pretty young. And she yeah. does grow and evolve. And I look, I love a heroine who grows and evolves. We all yeah. do. That's why we read it. We read it for these characters to change together and separately, right? Yeah. Um, and so Kat definitely does. But early on, it's it's rough going. She is very young. And and I was complaining about it. Complaining is a... No, I was complaining. Uh, to Natalie. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, remember how she was raised. She was raised with these repressive parents and, yeah, and she ostracized. And so I tried to keep that in mind. But it really does become... Yeah. But, yeah. So, so anyway, she but, wakes up in a cave. But imagine being a 200-year-old vampire and you have many dollars and you are living in a cave stealing electricity. Stealing electricity. Now, it's 2007. The internet existed. It did. He has a computer. Where does he get Wi-Fi? What kind of Wi-Fi would have penetrated a ca- cave wall in 2007? Penetrated a cave. I said penetrated. <laughs> That's sexier um, than the sexy talking here. So, but I'm like, wh- why? Why is that the choice? I get what it's remote. It's you can't hear him. Like it, vampires can't hear him because vampires have really good hearing. You can hear through walls. You can hear from far away, blah, blah, blah. But. Well, we find out the cave was gifted to him. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. There's so, so many bad things, but it's, you know, it's okay. So Kat wakes up in this cave and she's just like. 
I will fight you. Yeah. I will fight you for my freedom. Uh, just immediately. And I, I appreciate that about her. You know, if I woke up chained in a cave, I'd be like, well, been a good run. And, but yeah. Kat's just ready to go. And, and and what Bones wants to know is, who's hired you to kill me? Yeah. Who he, sent you after me? What are you doing? And and so he is just fully convinced that she is is come to destroy him. And she had, to, to be fair, she had, she just doesn't work for anybody. Yeah. She's a freelancer. She has uh, such a good system down that he has, just like all of the other vampires that she's killed, they, he thinks there's no way that she could be working on her own, doing this on her own. And um, it only, like, after really trying to convince him and then having to actually fight him, does she convince him that, no, it was all me. And I don't remember what it was. That it was the eyes. So, oh yeah, that's right. When she, well, he's getting ready to kill her. He's getting ready to kill her. And one thing that that marks vampires in this universe is their eyes glow emerald green. Mm-hmm. Emerald green. And so, as she's getting ready to, you know, fight or die, basically mm-hmm. she's chained to a wall. Her eyes glow green because when she's upset, scared, angry, and that's when he steps back and is like, "What the fuck are yeah, you?" Yeah, exactly. Because he wasn't expecting her to have the vampire eyes. Yeah. And so, when she challenges him to a fight, he's kind of like all right, I don't know what you are, but let's do this. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So they fight. How do you think it goes for Kat? <laughs> well, they make a deal that if she beats him, then she gets to go kill away. Him? Go away, kill him? Something. No, but something. anyway, it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> and if she and if he wins, she has to work and help him catch these other, other vampires. vampires. Um, and she is pretty sure she can beat this vampire in hand-to-hand yeah. combat. But like... That's when you're like, okay, you're truly a teen because yes. truly only a teen would be like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> Guess what? She does not got yeah, this. Yeah, no, she does she, not got she it. She basically wakes up in his bed. He mm-hmm. has beaten her so badly that he knocks her out and he puts her to bed and she she freaks. Now, yeah. She's awake. She's in bed with this vampire. She's sheltered. She freaks out and it's just like, I'm not sleeping in here with you. I'm not sleeping. And he was yeah. like, fine, here's the sheet. Take the floor. And she does. I kind of love that about Bones. He wasn't like, I'll be the gentleman. I'll sleep. But he was just like, no, nah, man, you, you tried to kill me. You threat, you offered to fight me. I beat you fair and square. You don't want to be in my bed. All right. I'll give you a sheet. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need. Because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature Art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent Would Always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent Would Always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. 
And so then she wakes up, and this is one of many times that she, that she accuses him of uh, raping her. One of many times that she's like, "What did you do while I was sleeping?" He was like, "Listen, I don't, I don't need. I am. Look at this. Yeah. I do not need that. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of my partners are willing. I would never do that. But just." She is real fast with those accusations with this poor man. Yeah. Um, poor vampire who, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then we get a description of every um, every way that uh, vampires are different from humans, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know about them? Please. Um, so you, they cannot be decapitated. Or decapitation does work um, because nothing can live without a head. But usually you wouldn't be able to decapitate a vampire without... Um, without like debilitating them in some way sure, first sure. um they only breathe about once an hour for preference but they can go indefinitely without oxygen what which what does pre- for preference mean i don't know why would you prefer to breathe i don't know i don't know um <laughs> uh speed he- vision hearing smell physical strength they're all superior to humans they can sense you long before they can see you and they can hear your heartbeat from a mile away and some of them have some form of mind control like the the big ones Nosferatu gets brought up a lot in this book, um, yes. but the ones that are like steeped aged Nosferatu, what do they call it? Fermented Nosferatu. That's it's like they, like that's how they refer to it a bunch of times. <laughs> Those ones have more powers. The sure, older the you older are, ones. the more powerful you are. The stronger you are, the faster you are, um, the better you are at everything. But at the same time, this is also the same chapter that has one of my favorite parts. Uh, one of the, my favorite parts of, of getting to know Bones. He says, all right, you're going to work. You lost fair and square. You're going to work for me. So you're going to help me kill these vampires. You don't need to know why. You're just going to help me. She agrees. And so he explains to her how he was on to her. You know, how did he know not to get out of the truck? And he says, why do you think I made you drive? I had you pegged five seconds after speaking with you. Uh, and then he explains the reason he won is he fights dirty. Mm-hmm. He says, clean, gentlemanly fighting will get you nowhere but dead. Take every cheap shot, every low blow, kick people when they're down. Maybe you'll be the one who walks away. Yeah. And I kind of like that note in a character. Yeah. You know, cheap shots aren't great in life. But if you're a vampire and you're fighting to survive and he wants his half vampire, half human apprentice to survive so you know yeah fight exactly. dirty i just love that bones character note so yeah uh yeah we get a lot of exposition about vampire strengths and weaknesses she explains her story we get more of the my mom thinks i'm a monster yeah my grandparents think i'm a monster the kids at school were mean to me and then he negs her appearance <laughs> yes <laughs> It is like he says, listen, if you're going to help me, we got to do something about this because the baggy jeans and the mediocre appearance. No, ma'am. You wouldn't know sexy if it bit you in the arse. Arse is important. Yeah. Um, the audio book. So, guess what? Yeah. Makeover. Oh, yeah. There's like a really nice. Well, not yet, no. but there is a really nice makeover montage um, that happens. Did you need to explain the, the audio? What? You, you started to say the audio. Oh, the audio book. I was like, the audio, the audio. This is, okay. I got it. The audio book is a woman that is doing, that is like an accent like me. Um, and, And she does a men's British accent. And, and and this book is written as if you looked up what are British slang words on Google and just peppered them throughout this whole book multiple times over. Bloody hell, what do you mean? Bloody, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love. Uh, he, uses, he talks about farthings, which like the euro existed in 2007. Like what? Br- it like, didn't exist in 1800. I know. <laughs> Why are we talking about farthings? I don't give half a farthing. Like, 
And how much is He's that an in old British dude? How much is that in euros, though? I will slap you in the face. I do not know. I was unprepared for that. I'm so prepared for so many things, but what is the farthing to Euro conversion? I was not ready. You know, I mean, it's relevant to this book. Is all I'm saying. So this, the the audio is it's it's an interesting listen. There's also some other not great accents that are done in this book uh but, but her cat voice is great i will say when she's she doesn't talk cat, about she's not talking about a feline cat she meows for a whole chapter <laughs> and it's wonderful <laughs> um her her cat voice is fine okay so we're gonna go to the graveyard now mm-hmm. and we're gonna pick this up a little bit <laughs> so um yeah, we're in chapter four everyone <laughs> there are 27 chapters yeah, we're gonna do it we're, we're gonna, gonna do pause it. for two intermissions <laughs> it's fine uh, so bone says I, women are disappearing in the area and I, I i can't find records of them so i'm going to take you to the graveyard and you're going to talk to a ghost and he's going to tell you who has died and she's like hold up ghost yeah and so he explains that in ohio because we're in licking creek ohio i don't think we mentioned licking the state falls <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's because Licking Ohio cabin. has a thinner membrane for separating the natural from the supernatural. What's happening in Ohio? What is anybody from Ohio here? Uh, yeah. Because I have questions about your membrane. Are you okay? Ohio. Baby, are you okay? So he gives her a bottle of moonshine and he sends her to the graveyard to talk to a ghost named Winston who makes her drink the whiskey. And as she's drinking the whiskey, he dives. Moonshine. moonshine, sorry. He dives into her throat and enjoys the moonshine by diving through her throat. And just like, like I'm just picturing the three evil ghosts from Casper during that scene where they're having the breakfast. Uh-huh. You know that one? No, I have not seen Casper. Excuse me? I will wait in the car. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Thank you. Liz is waving. No, thank you. Um, so he, he is willing, because she's drinking the moonshine real good, I Sorry about that. Um, she, uh, she, he's willing to tell her, yeah, this person disappeared. She was 26. This happened. This person, and he's given her names. He's giving her yeah. ages. And so it confirmed there are a lot of women who've gone missing who haven't really made the news, don't really know about it. And then this ghost dives into her pants. Yeah. And it's kind of passed off as like a ha 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 ha. She was like, I didn't appreciate you getting in my panties. And yeah. it wasn't wasn't fun Uh, yeah it's it was yeah it was done as an anecdote on the side and it was like and then and it was basically like the expectation was that they would go back at some point to Mm -hmm. to do it again Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah um but then she's trashed yeah so the the other the one thing that is a little inconsistent with this is she can drink alcohol and she's fine so that's how she gets vampires at the club she drinks a lot and she pretends to be just sloshed but she's not because she's half vampire so Mm -hmm. her system can handle it and so they're surprised when she's just like it's kind of promising young woman Mm -hmm. except not Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there's no vampires in that um but the moonshine gets her yeah and so and bones when he sees he's like bloody hell yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah you yeah, weren't no, supposed it's to you were it's supposed a, to it's sip on the page. it bloody hell <laughs> Thank you. He was like, you were supposed to sip it. You weren't supposed to drink the whole thing of moonshine. That you would, If you were a human, you'd be dead. And she was just like, nah, I'm just drunk. So, and she does tell him that he's pretty. Yeah, and well. then he does tell her that she is the most beautiful girl he's ever seen. Yeah. So, like, you're starting to get hints that, like, there's more to this relationship than meets the eye. For Bones, anyway. Uh, well, yeah, and she thinks he's pretty, yeah, too. She but she still pretty. is definitely accusing him of, like, assault. Yeah, so, yeah, what are you doing? Of course he is. So, now we come to the makeover 
Miss, Ge Miss Congeniality Makeover Time. Miss Congeniality. She's plucked. I, I, she's waxed. She's, she's shaved. Manicured. She's curled. She's primped. She's, yeah. she's, it, she's it, Miss United States. She, she's beauty and she's grace. She mm -hmm. probably does fall off her heels yep. once or twice. <laughs> yep. um, at one point, she describes a bright green and silver dress. Yeah. It's cut about four inches above her knees and way too low in front. This is one of the hazards of describing fashion for me in my <laughs> books, because if I try to do something that might be okay today, five years later, ten years later, I, they'd be like, you're wearing what now? You're wearing a, corduroy, a bright green turtleneck. number yeah. <laughs> with bright green and silver. So her hair is curled. She's got makeup on. I'm picturing blue eyeshadow for some reason, just because she's so horrified by the look. It seems like it would be a really... You spell, did you spell horrified? W-H-O-R? I didn't, but you know who did? cat yes yeah she once she's all done up in these like club clothes she's got the knee-high boots the, i don't know if you can like i will pass this around as a visual aid but the the cover this is tom cruise era nicole kidman on yes. here pass it around. <laughs> she, it's gorgeous she's in like thigh-high boots and tight so she's all togged out to catch vampires in clubs sexy like but she refers to herself as oh good i'm dressed as cat the vampire killing slut yeah and throughout the book, she keeps referring to it as like yeah. slut wear. Scurvy clothes. Yeah, it like, wasn't mm -hmm. in a let's reclaim the word slut way. Yeah. To me, it was just like straight up. This is just, and I didn't, that was probably my least favorite part. And it, and it carried on. Like it wasn't, there yeah. was never a time when that wasn't how she thought. She about never clothes. came to think of that, those clothes as like her power clothes or her, there was never any acceptance of that. As, mm -hmm. And that's fine. Nobody had, no, you dress how you're comfortable with. She clearly wasn't comfortable with it, but yeah. I just, I struggled with some of the language she used to describe the, the and clothing. And she described she other people that way. She sure did. Like Francesca was described oh, poor that Francesca. way. Yeah. Justice for Francesca. Justice for, we'll get there. Um, that's like, you know, 18 chapters from now so they decide <laughs> no, yeah and, and then he's it's it's time to get some dirty talk training oh yeah do we need to talk about that no we can skip that if you okay. want okay well we're living, was, listen we're living in a post tessa bailey post sarah kate world right uh, dirty talk has been I'll, nudged this and, and really this dirty talk felt more like um he was he was going for shock value mm -hmm. rather than actually trying to get her aroused in any way he kept talking about her tight wet box i didn't like it yeah <laughs> but box is like english slang no, so she had no. to put it in there i'm not gonna let you slander british people like that <laughs> <laughs> no. um yeah so she like yeah so he's gonna put her through this like rigorous training so he puts her through both physical like running weightlifting, like S boulders yeah, yeah. Listen, she has to be strong. She, yeah, and then she has to be strong. Fast. Flex, flexibility training. Yes. So they do a lot of stretching, yes. a lot of lunges. Manual stretching. But uh, yeah, yeah. But and then you know, weapons, uh, yeah. guns, knives, swords, all that stuff. So I mean, it's just, and it, it's swords? months. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely knives. Swords. Swords. <laughs> um, Let's get on to the nasty speak. Okay. That's what he says. <laughs> They sure did. Um, yeah. So then he and then he goes through because basically she is such a she's just kind of uh, sheltered and prudish, yeah, that's I fair. guess. And and so he is like peppering her with I don't know, like nasty speak <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to try I, to I'm get her used to telling it her so that she that he'd like to do with it. every yeah. single time he wants to make her just an unrepentant flirt yes. with these vampires so she doesn't look like it's uncomfortable for her because if you say like penis yeah. she probably would have been like oh my god uh, yeah so he wants to make sure that she she seems like somebody who legitimately would want to hook up with these older worldly vampires yeah. she's got him going she's gonna have her going after so he goes through all this dirty talk she goes home that night takes a bath starts to masturbate for the first time yes. and is like 
yeah. dirty urges and stops. Yeah, she so, was like offended by herself. She really was. That she like <laughs> thought that Bones was attractive. And, like, how dare she think about things that way when we, he's a vampire? We had internet porn in 2007, right? Like, we had internet porn in, like, 2001. Okay, so, like, I just... Maybe maybe her family had the this, this safe search on always. That that feels right for her like family. I just feel like they didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> they, had, they still had dial-up. They still yeah, had the, it's AOL. AOL. <laughs> they put in that disc. Yeah. So she's ready. She's ready to go after her first master vamp. So, uh, so, so I almost called him Spike. Bones. <laughs> yeah, you'll know who I mean. Bones takes her to the club and he says, you're going to hunt and kill Sergio. Yeah. Sergio, let me tell you, is real bad at seduction. <laughs> Kat puts on her, this is a quote, full slut gear. Yes. Um, her watch has a pager in it, if anything goes sideways. And when she meets Sergio and says her name is Kat, he says, Kat, what a coincidence. I love pussies. Yeah. This is a suave master vampire. Yes. He's, he says, does Kitty need a tongue bath? Yes. I Why? Like my Why act- is this happening, Sarah? <laughs> I, like, I like my actual feline cats less after reading that. <laughs> like... You're mm-hmm. a fucking disaster, my guy. It was yeah. it was rough. <laughs> yeah. So she gets she she gets she gets him alone. She um talks about like trying to kill him. She's yeah. super okay, the one thing we skipped over we're gonna Re- try rewind. to rewind. We're gonna Yeah. Um she says to Bones, you know, I don't think I don't know why we're doing this. Those girls aren't even missing. I talked to their families. Oh, yeah. They're they're fine. <laughs> this one moved in with her boyfriend, this one took a new job, it's fine. And my question to you is, why didn't she tell Bones? Like, she threw it at him during an argument. Yeah. Like, they're not even missing. Why are we doing this? Go right away to him and say, I called the people. They're got, and Bones, to his credit, was like, you did what? You called them? You <laughs> yeah, called why them? Why did you do this? Because yeah. you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. So she's still super shitty to Bones. She's accusing him of being a rapist. I just really, like, he's been training her. He's setting her out. She's trusting on him to yeah. keep her safe. But at the same time, she's just kind of terrible in a not yeah. fun way to yeah. him. Yeah, so they she gets Sergio alone, right? They they go out for a drive, right? Yep, she gets him alone. Um, they do they do manage to kill him. He's a little surprised. I think he's so busy thinking up t- more terrible like pillow talk <laughs> that they he couldn't him. believe that this <laughs> pussy bit back. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. Yes. <laughs> we made it to chapter six. <laughs> we did it. But yeah, basically, so they kill him, and so Bones has a guy who takes care of corpses. So he calls his guy, his corpse guy, Ted. Um, yeah, good guy, good guy. He's and a ghoul, isn't he? he I, we find that out later, but he is a ghoul. And in this universe, ghouls what is eat a ghoul? bodies. Um, they're. I don't know if I even have a mental picture of what a ghoul is. I think is. ghouls look like different things in different universes, but they eat bodies. Like they will eat corpses they eat people how do you know all this because i read a lot of like urban fantasy good job i didn't mean to say it like that i'm sorry <laughs> uh, i i don't i can make some recommendations that aren't uh, that <laughs> great <laughs> so anyway so then we get bones's life story yeah are you ready for bones's life story i yes. promise you you're not actually no it's fine you are. <laughs> he okay i'll just I, where am i is my is, is there any austin powers hive here <laughs> Like two people, three Me. people. Okay, okay. So I've seen this, that one this movie. Is the, this is the the details of my life are quite inconsequential <laughs> from Austin Powers. <laughs> my mother was a 15 year old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. <laughs> it's like exactly that. Though. It really is. Legitimately, Bones's mother was a prostitute, so he was born in a brothel. Mm-hmm. Um, early on, they were like, "Do you want to maybe, you know, 
with the clients? Not early on. Like, not, oh, not when he not, was a not child. Not like inappropriately but like, early, but once he was of age, whatever of age was in 1800 England. And he was like, yeah, but only with ladies. And, and they were like, all right. So he he himself was in you know the sex work trade mm-hmm. um, with women. He was also a pickpocket. He was gonna be or he was gonna be hanged, but one of his rich lady clients yeah, sexed up him. the judge yeah. and said, send him to Australia instead. And this is where I bring up. <laughs> Tanya's laughing because she's heard me say this so many times. My theory about why Australians are so hot. <laughs> Listen, in England times they did transport criminals sometimes and i'm telling you it's it was the criminals who were too hot and charismatic to hang yes and so that is how we have hemsworth because they had people, and jackman's we had people willing to sex up judges yes, because, to keep them alive because of that good bones magic so uh, i get it so yeah thank you thank mm-hmm. you so anyway so that's how and so then he is in australia he makes friends with a crew of four people bada bing one of them becomes a vampire turns the others into vampires he's buried in Wait, the ground there were four there were I thought there was only three, but it doesn't matter. Not that's not part of this book. This is not heaving math. Okay. This is heaving bosoms. I also it wasn't also heaving well, reading comprehension yeah, for me. Was, so like heaving really wild week. Yeah. And we're just lucky that you're here. Yes. So he woke up in the ground a vampire and had to claw his way out and he was surrounded by the bones of dead people in the ground mm-hmm. where they put him. And so he was like, I was born again in bones and my name is Bones. Mm-hmm. Not Spike, please don't sue. (laughs) (laughs) And then my favorite, okay, one of my favorite parts of this book is he says something like, so how's this interview with the vampire going? You know, like, no, 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 like in that movie. And I was so angry that he referenced the movie. Yeah. And put some respect (laughs) on that book, Interview with the Vampire. And then Kat says, oh, that was too violent for me. And then later on mentions the silence of the lamps. Catherine (laughs) Kathleen. I don't, I don't understand, but like. I feel like her mother is so joyless that like they didn't watch any movies. Fair. So she you probably like you know, had heard to, like, about it see- through the ether. Sneak it from the library. Yeah, fair. I did like there was a line, um, and I don't even remember when it was on page seventy eight, but I don't know what was happening around it. Book. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Uh and but basically he said, I don't come unless I'm invited. And it was just such a good play on yeah. like that classic I, vampire I feel, myth. Bones really is charming and likable for all that you know, I, I feel like we're a little critical at times. He really is. Um, Us? Yeah. Oh. No, we're not. We're lovely. Yeah, never. Um, this is another chapter where Kat does accuse him of being a sexual assaulter. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she just, that maybe is her deal. It, she's really, well, and I mean, I'm sure she's heard a lot of it growing up, so well, she's suspectful. To suspectful? Be, yeah, to be fair. Sus- all she's suspecting. Suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> there it is. She thinks he's real sus. Yeah. Um, you know, all she's heard is vampires are monsters and killers are rapists. Yeah. So to be fair, uh, of course she does, but he's done nothing but train her and have her back. And, you know, it really is. Yeah. She... And there are times in this when she she eventually does acknowledge like I was real prejudiced against vampires and that's on me. So she yeah. does get there. There yeah. is there is growth. Yeah. Um. So the next night he says we're gonna go hunting again and we're gonna hunt for a vampire named Crispin. This was such a cute thing. This I was thought such a cute thing because you know who Crispin is. It's, it's bones. bones. It's his and real name. And he kind of like sets her up to so, have a first date with her. So she's at the bar waiting for Crispin and he comes up and is like, hello, love. And she's like, get out of here. Crispin's going to be along. And he's like, oh, he's right here. Yeah. He is smitten with you. And but it's be- really sweet. It but really right is. before that, she was approached by two young pups at the bar. Human. So they're at a vampire. Human, yes. They're at a, a known supernatural bar. Called Bite. It's called Bite. <laughs> and and 
it's weird because both humans know about vampires, but then don't, don't know about vampires. So the so cool I don't really humans are there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so I guess. two human boys are super eager. And they, like, mm-hmm. they buy her a drink and they're like, drink this, drink all of this. You're going to drink it like from the bottom, right? You're going to drink yes. all of it. Yeah. And so all of us in the audience know what's going on there. Yeah. But Kat does not because she's a very sheltered 22 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bones comes up and is like, bugger off yeah. basically um and they're very sweet very cute and um she starts to feel a little like she drank a gin and tonic that the humans bought her and she's mm-hmm. feeling a little like oh this is weird this is affecting her me more than her usual and bones are dancing they're and dancing. she feels a little bit lightheaded um and then they kiss natalie y- they yes kiss. they did kiss and then hennessy himself walks in and we skipped this whole part but sergio the guy that she murdered the reason that they were finding him is that they're trying to find out information about this ring that is trafficking women um through vampire two vampires um and and it's this they're they believe it's a giant web of people um and sergio was a connection to this guy hennessy and it turns out that they're at this bar to go on a first date and it turns into an actual hennessy an actual job because hennessy walks right in and he he eyes cat right off the bat they decide to go for it and cat starts talking to him and uh steps aside from him for a while like they get separated he goes to talk to bones and the two young guys come back and they're like look we brought you another gin and tonic look at it and she she okay and here's what so she drinks it and she says wow this is really bitter but i don't want to seem impolite so yeah. i'll drink it and i have to say do the kids today not know the book the gift of fear i is this... don't know the gift of fear okay <laughs> no? no. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I feel like there's an maybe there's a is this a Gen X thing? Is this a Okay. The Gift of Fear was a book that came out, I don't know, when Gen X was reading books. Um saying basically women if you mostly women, women appearing people, people who might be vulnerable, whatever the case may be in a situation. If your gut says this is not a good situation, get the fuck out. Yeah. Don't be polite. Don't make excuses. Don't feel bad about it. Don't don't go, drink gin don't get in the car. That don't, don't finish a drink that tastes bitter. Yeah, like take care of yourself listen to that little voice because the only person who's going to take care of you is you yeah i teach journalism and every semester when i'm teaching the reporting skills i'm like listen if you go someplace with a, a source and it feels weird i i'm gonna go way off track yeah i right. once did a story about a guy who had a, a he just installed like a, an underground bunker and he was okay, so excited and that he was, was like, your first sign sarah <laughs> i was look, it feels weird i'm ready to leave it was a small town newspaper and they were like he's got a really fancy bunker why don't you go and it was me and the blonde photographer i'm also blonde if listener you can't see me uh, and he was just like hey they sent two of you you want to come down and look at my bunker and the photographer and i made very strong eye contact and the photographer said i will go down and photograph it and then looked at me clearly saying if I don't come the fuck back yeah. up. So, but that was the, and afterward we both realized that like, we both felt bad and we should have just got, it, what I'm saying is Kat drank the drink yeah. and she shouldn't have because they sure did roofie her. Yeah. They sure did. So she is drugged. She is, and Bones is not aware of this. Uh, and so she gets Hennessy to leave with her with the promise of sex again. Um, and he gets the better of her. He overpowers her by the side of the road and starts actually drinking her. And she p- presses the panic beeper in her watch. Yes. And guess who comes she, well, charging And she in. like barely remembers. Like you get very, very descriptive. Yeah. It's, it could be very, very triggering if it's a situation that you went through because she is not only experiencing the symptoms of being drugged, but then actively trying to fight off somebody while she is drugged so it's a it's a pretty rough scene um but she does press that button on her watch just in the nick of time and and guess what guess where she wakes up the next morning again in bones Bones is bad you guys oh hey hbs 
I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. And then we get a kind of info dump that he just killed everybody. Yeah. The, the well, no, boys, he didn't kill Hennessy. He didn't kill Hennessy. Hennessy got Rookie away. Boys. Evidently, while Hennessy is trying to bring a lady out to the woods to rape slash murder her, um, his bodyguard was in the trunk just chilling. <laughs> just like crouching tiger hidden yes, dragon in the and trunk. Then just when, like, and then when Bones shows up, like running, he pops out of the trunk. <laughs> to attack Bones and then like Bones fights that guy off Hennessy gets, gets away. away and then um, he rescues Kat and she like talks about her drink and then he figures out that these a no the, he, she wakes up and then tells him and he's like I'm gonna go do it and then right eh, like, sure well, sure and then yeah yes it that's what happened well, um, and, and this is actually a terrible like this was where this was a step too far for me because he finds the two roofie boys with another woman. They have upped the roofie yes. count because it didn't affect Kat and they've killed her. And, and are having, having sex with her. I think, here's, here's what I, I'm going to defend Janine here. Why? Because, high empathy. Uh, okay. Because I think they, she, she needed to make it okay for Bones to kill two humans. She needed to make it okay because if you, if you roofie somebody, like, is that death by vampire in the side of the road? I, I, we all have our own answers to that, yeah. and that's fine, and I'm not judging anybody. But the fact that they actually did kill somebody, I think it made it okay for Bones to just be like, destroy. So I think it was, but it read, it was hard I think we as romance read. readers would be okay with a guy murdering somebody for reasons. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And also, another thing I will say, this is paranormal romance. This is coming at a time when Urban fantasy is also very popular, and so I think urban fantasy readers have a little higher, maybe tolerance for murder and mayhem and, and all that kind of stuff. So I do think there's kind of a different audience understanding sometimes too. Anyway, it was Roof and Bones took care of it. Yeah, and um, then Cat says that she only kissed him at the club because she was roofied. Yeah, and he gets, and then and she also accuses her, him of taking advantage of her. Yeah, and he's not pleased. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Cat, yeah. uh, this is one of many times that that happens. Um, so then I've, I we go stopped, to college. I, t I stopped taking notes. It's fine. Here, I, here's what my, pay, my notes pick back up again on page 200. <laughs> all right. Y'all, I'm Sarah. I'm going to be leading you through this. For a while. I remembered it all. I you just know, you will. Listen to up, it on pull audio. Up our text history because yes. I think some of that is in it. Yeah. So, okay. We now go to college. Cat is in college now. She well, is enrolled she in college. She got some money. 
from Bones because for Bones the Sergio is, Bones deal. is collecting bounties on some of these bad vampires. And so he gives her 20% of the take. And it's like 20 grand. It was Yeah, it was a lot of money. It was yeah. not a small amount of money. So she has all this cash and she's like, yeah, I'm going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, she has her own, well, she's going to get her own apartment. She's not, anyway, it doesn't matter. So she's made friends with Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And she Stephanie, meets Stephanie on the first day of school. And Stephanie's, Stephanie's waiting for her. Super the, outside of class. The scariest part of this book, she said that of the five days of college so far, Monday through Friday, Stephanie has only been in class two days in their physics class. Does that mean that physics class meets five days a week <laughs> at college? <laughs> Absolutely not. This in this AU, <laughs> vampires, jizz, vampires are not the monsters. Also, school scheduling class is, is the monster. Five days a week. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, thank you. So and Stephanie. Stephanie has been waiting for her, just so friendly, getting to know her, hey, asking buddy. about her background. Oh, you don't have any family? Nobody cares if you live or die? Cool. You want to come don't to have my place? any other friends? Nobody wow. knows where you are right now. We're best friends. Yeah. So she takes Kat to Stephanie. Stephanie takes Kat to Stephanie's apartment, where it is described as having a plasma TV, a fancy computer notebook, and a huge <laughs> entertainment center. Fancy wicker furniture, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Two thousand seven, um, and when she asked Cat if she has a boyfriend, Cat's like, "No, no, gross, no." And so boys are disgusting. Stephanie says, "Wow, that was empathetic." Do you bat for the other team? And Cat says, "What other team?" <laughs> Lesbians existed in two thousand seven. They sure did. So did bisexuals. They sure did. So did asexuals. They sure did. <laughs> so, so good God. It does turn out that Stephanie is involved in the trafficking ring. She's a human helper. She finds these women on college campuses. She drinks vampire blood. To make her a little stronger. So when Kat's like, oh, wait, you're here to to turn me over to the Hennessy crew, not knowing I'm the person who's been trying to take them down. You just thought I was a loner college girl and nobody would miss me. But she doesn't know about Hennessy yet. She just knows that Stephanie's trying to get her. Yeah, she doesn't know that it's connected. Fair. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, So she attacks Stephanie to get her freedom, not because she likes attacking humans, but Stephanie is real strong, and so there's a struggle. There's a gun. There's a gun? They both yeah. reach for the gun. The gun goes off. Stephanie is deceased. Yeah. Even though she's drinking vampire blood, it does not stop her. Just like with Kat, yeah. it doesn't stop with her a, from being a, a bullet. Yeah. Because um, she's not a vampire. So dead. She, she calls they Bones. He comes and, and says, we will take care yeah, of this. Yeah, so love. he runs to the rescue, even though they haven't talked in days. She has you know, not contacted him and vice versa. Um, and he comes and takes care of it, and he's like, you know, who's she working for? And she is, Kat has no idea. She's like, this is, and it just happens to be a big coinky dink. Yeah, that, it, is, it is a pretty big coincidence that yeah. it, she just happened to be. And and Bones a little peeved that he she killed Stephanie before they could get some answers, to yeah. be fair. Kat's like, come on, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> she was trying to, mm, so. <laughs> so then Bones takes her back to the cave. Mm-hmm. And it's time. Yeah, it's on. It's on TM. It's on TM. Um, um, and I will say, at the time, 2007, I remember the discourse being, "Have you read Chapter 12? Yeah. <laughs> Have you so read hot. Chapter 12?" And it, it, it's a, it's a good scene. Yeah. It is, and I do think it, it is kind of interesting to see the way sex scenes have evolved and mm-hmm. and the way language and descriptions and things have just gotten. I think we've just the steam level has been turned up over yeah. the years. But this is a this is a good sexy scene. Like it's it's good. I will say this poor girl had her first orgasm at twenty two. Mm-hmm. So thankfully she was in the hands of somebody was, who had done this for a living. I'm, you know, he was very, I'm pulling up our text history, Sarah. <laughs> um, he uh, he was great with consent. At one point she was just like, no, not down there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. 
right, I'll stop. And then she's like, okay, I guess down there. Yeah. She, isn't, she doesn't know it's a thing at the age of 22. Correct. She again, doesn't know that men will go down on women at no. the age of 22 or vice versa, Correct. I suppose. It really was like giving bringing a bazooka when you needed a fly swatter, right? Like this is her first time and she has bones, the 200 year old vampire who used to pleasure women mm-hmm. professionally knows every, like, yeah. and she's just like, oh, I guess is that, is that what we do now? Hmm. Um, some of the, some of the descript. <laughs> At one point he does something and she describes it as provocatively stimulating. <laughs> At one point she praises his tempered savageness. I don't, I don't get what that means. Uh, I didn't know what it meant, thing. Sarah. Um, she does draw the line at him sucking her blood. She's like, nope, I don't want you to do that because yeah. he is definitely like got his teeth on her artery and she's just like, nope, not interested in that. Yeah. Not, not my kink, not my kink. And so <laughs> he pulls away. It's like, yeah. no, it's fine. They keep having sex. Like that's, yeah, that's yeah, it like, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't grind things to a halt. <laughs> pun intended. Um, and then in my notes, I have, of course she stormed out afterward. Well, yeah. So she wakes <laughs> up, she wakes up after having sex with him and she's like, Oh my gosh, we had sex and now I'm going to have to go see my mother. And and she like absolutely loses her shit about it. She is like so in her head and he's like you need to stay here. You need to talk through this with yes, me. And I, she's like absolutely not. Goodbye. Are there mirrors in this cave by the way? No. <laughs> okay, okay. cuz he's 22, he's 200 and she's 22 and it shows in a yeah. lot of these scenes. And yeah. it turns out she does have a reason for being concerned because she gets home <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and her, her grandparents are, are sitting like, on the porch her grandparents on the like hand in hand yeah rocking chair i'm rocking you she can't see it concerned with the devil be, and how do we know she has many been there done there marks she has on been her neck. there done that marks on her neck that's how they are referred to no they're hickeys sarah <laughs> i thought you were clawing I was. I don't know why I was clawing. I don't know why. Well, it's like it's hickeys a, it's are a commonly kid. made with mouths. I don't know why I was doing that. I don't know. Well, we do we do say because she freaks out and she's like, I almost said Spike Bones. How dare you give me so many been there done there marks? Been there done that marks? Uh, how dare you? And he's like, uh, Have you seen my back though? Because she clawed him the fuck up. And he's so, like, It's only because I heal fast that you can't see it. So for all the you can't take my blood, she definitely like bites the crap out of him and just it's well. Mm-hmm. So her mother is like, Oh no no, I am driving out of the county and I'm gonna buy you condoms. And she does in fact leave the house to drive out of the county. Out of the county. And then condoms. and then Bones shows up and he glamours. Well, they don't call it that, but he glamours the basically. Yeah. Um, um, the grandparents into thinking that he's a young girl from Bible study and that, and that I'm here to take your granddaughter for Bible study with me, a nice young yeah. girl. And Kathy the grandparents Kat, are like, yeah. amazing. She's trouble that one. You know? Um, so, but as it turns out, they figured out what's been going on. Hennessy, basically has a Meals on Wheels program Mm -hmm. where he kidnaps women, he uses them, uh, he traffics them for human use, and then delivers them to vampires for blood use, and then delivers them to ghouls for body disposal. It's actually impressive if it wasn't It's pretty efficient, if you think. No part is wasted. And he was doing this in Mexico, he was doing this in another part of the U.S. He got caught in Mexico, and then he had to, like, reform himself somewhere else. He's, like, upped his game somehow. So Bones thinks he's at it again, Mm -hmm. and so he wants them 
to go to Charlotte to keep tracking down Hennessy and, and to use her as a honey trap again. She refers to what they did as making love, yes. which seems weird in a number of ways. Because first of all, no. Second <laughs> of all, you just accuse that man of like raping you. Yes. I don't and, think it was making yeah. love. And yeah, and she's like insistent that he could never love her later on. So yes. it's like really It's very strange. Yeah. But also now th- it's the it's this line. Yeah. She as she's thinking about it, she says, I mean, but after all, I, he fucks like a Trojan. What does it mean? <laughs> Sarah and I have talked to, in, at length over the last two to does three days about he's fucks. large and hollow and smaller things are inside. <laughs> is it that he's solely made of wood? Is he only made of wood? Do, is he on wheels? Do yes. Fucks like a, you it, think it's one large thing, but in fact it splits multiple. apart into hundreds of other smaller things. I, this is never described. Yeah, this I don't know what it means. Also, like, are people from Troy, like, rural good, and we just don't know? If anybody was a classics major, speak up, because... Fucks like a Fox Trojan. Fucks like a Trojan. Is this, a, is this also a movie 300, the, the, like a movie 300 fanfic? Mysteries? No. Spar- no. The 300? movie 300. The, yeah, yes. Yeah. Sparta. She, <laughs> she kicks him into a hole. She yells Sparta. It's a whole thing. No. <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, well, maybe he's not all bad if he fucks like a Trojan. So... <laughs> We fly to Charlotte. Yeah. I'm going to try to speed this up. We, yeah, she no, takes fine. out Hennessy's mm-hmm. goons. They rescue a survivor. Yeah. And Bones. This is when we get some really, really bad descriptions of, of, of sexual assault. And and you get really a big picture of what Hennessy is doing. Um, yeah, it's real bad. So they take the survivor to a woman that's, that Bones knows from years ago. He yeah. rescued her from an abusive husband situation. And so now she, she runs an abused women's shelter. She takes in this woman that they've rescued. Yeah. from Hennessy and his goons um, and Kat's a little jealous like was he with this woman once upon a time but she finds out no he's been caring for these uh, abused women these yeah. vulnerable women for a long time yeah and she's like basically jealous yeah. of this woman and she's like you can have him if you want and Bones and she he, Bones is in the other room and when she says to the woman in a different room you can have him if she wants she hears Bones be like <laughs> <laughs> so they go back to the hotel Bones and Cat, and they have a fade there are no more descriptive sex scenes it's all fade to black from mm-hmm. here so we had yeah. chapter 12 bam bam yeah. bam Trojan time there's lots then, of allusions to how much sex they are having but okay, I'm horrified by this because the next morning in the hotel room they're like there's chairs crashed there's yes. broken lamps. There's blood on the carpet. Uh, there's blood. On yeah, the carpet? whose blood? Whose blood was it there before? Was yes. it like? Is it someone? Uh, yeah. Um, Why is she bleeding? I I had questions. It was never explained. Yeah. Um. But Bones again offers twenty percent of the cut for the the goons they killed this time, and she says, "No. While we're sleeping together, I'm not taking your money." And he says, "Well, if you're not taking your cut of the money, it means you're leaving it for me, which means you're basically paying me, which means basically I'm a prostitute again." No, I'm sorry. She uses the word gigolo. <laughs> She sure does. (laughs) So in case you're wondering, Kat is both too young and too old all at the same time. But honestly, that's a raised by grandparents thing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Truly. Yeah, for sure. Do my grandparents even know what a gigolo is? Get them on the blower and ask. I don't Don't do that. that. I'm sorry I said blower. (laughs) Grandpa, what's a gigolo? (laughs) So, okay. Rest in peace. We're back home in Licking Licking Falls. Licking Licking Creek. Licking Falls. 
And Kat has finally moved into her own apartment. We meet her next door neighbor, whose name is Timmy. There is a terrible, terrible scene where Timmy is very nervous to be around this gorgeous redhead. Yeah. And so when she comes over for coffee, she intentionally drools coffee. And to it's make just him like, feel more at ease. Oh, I just have a drooling problem. And then they have this like this, flirty. Like, this was like watching two robots interact. This, this like, this scene was just so uncomfortable. And I was like humans do not and i guess she's not fully human but nobody but timmy is, per- is yeah yeah but like he's a basically non-completely formed human man yeah. that is in front of a very attractive more mature who drools at jokes about having like drooling sickness to yes. make him feel better and he does yeah it's i right. don't know it was rough so then she she is like okay bye i'm gonna go see my undead lover and yes. she shows up at bones cave and she Hold finds on. i have really quickly something to say oh, about her yes. apartment because she was go able on. to purchase all sorts of things including a few lamps and that was the whole enchilada sarah the whole Those enchilada. are not Natalie's words. Those are Kat's words. She said she was able to buy everything, including lamps, and that was the whole enchilada. <laughs> What? She was raised by old people, but I don't believe those old people ate enchiladas. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. She's I know. She's a 90 year old woman. She is. She really is. She okay. is. So she. Thank you for the enchilada interruption. That was important. It that was, was important. I, it was important enough for me to highlight. So, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so she's at Bones's cave, but Bones is not there. Instead, she sees somebody who comes wandering out, a, a vampire she doesn't recognize, and she's With just like... Black, spiky, but hair that's both spiky and long. Spade has... Uh, th- this mystery man has kinky hair that spikes up from his crown before hanging past his shoulders. It's a mullet! It's a mullet! We got a mullet in here! It's a mullet! <laughs> so... Understandably, she attacks him because yes. he is in a mullet, and, yeah. sp- and, sp- and Bones is She throws is rocks in his eyes. She throws rock, and then just sh- his head. And so she's on top of him, like we're gonna wait for Bones to get back. And so yes. she's like on top of this man, mm-hmm. grinding his face with rocks in his eyes into the. And then Bones comes back and is like, "Mate, you'd better have a really good reason for, for why being on, on your back, of you. yeah, because it is one of his buddies from Australia mm-hmm. who is also a vampire. His name is Charles. I need you to know that one of the goons they killed earlier was Charlie. So there's a Charlie and a Charles. Why would you do that to us, Janine yes. Frost? I don't know. <laughs> she um, wrote that part later. Yeah, I had added it in. He's mostly, he's mostly called Spade because he worked the spade on the work crews in Australia, yeah. and he he is named after the thing that they treated him like, and it's actually like compelling backstory yeah. mm-hmm. it's the last we see of him <laughs> basically we hear about him a lot you but do yeah, I, I he does remember. like reconnaissance work with bones to find out where hennessy is but he's always like somewhere else he's probably going to come back in a future book maybe i, I assume so so uh another undercover mission for cat she goes undercover mm-hmm. and she tracks a vampire by saying hey man you, you got any horse 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 she means heroin everybody she she uh, she yes yeah, she so she's she's dressed like an addict yeah oh no it was really bad it was like you know how a typical addict would look Mm -hmm. let's unpack that we're not gonna unpack (laughs) that because we don't have so but this this vampire is uh, i guess moving or uses drugs as an excuse to kidnap people again to do the hennessy situation Mm -hmm. um so she she gets him aside they my note is this bitch is challenging him to a fight. These are 200-year-old vampires. You're a half-vampire with a month of training. Apparently, I was over it by this point. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, um, so they are um, going after the... They, they get the drug vampire um, to um, take them to Lola? Is that how it happens? Yeah, there's like... It's like a... 
and then they told two friends, and then they told two friends. But basically, we're getting to Francesca is yeah. who we're getting to. We're ba- but before we do that, I do need you to know that at one point, Bones gets directions from MapQuest. Oh, yeah. He downloaded MapQuest directions on his phone, you guys. It is, <laughs> this is a beautiful, horrible, wonderful snapshot of 2007. So I would have believed it more if he had printed them off. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. No, Truly. 2007. Make some noise if you printed something from MapQuest once upon a time. Yeah. And then if that route changed midday, you're fucked. So... The, the drug vampire takes them to somebody named Lola. Cat kills them both. Bones is like, ooh, you're my grim reaper. But you're my red, red reaper. reaper. Good God. <laughs> but then basically they don't get enough information because they kill everybody before. She kills them too fast. And again, Bones is like, would you quit killing them? We need to get answers yeah. about who's behind this. And so she has been worried all night because she has a test the next day in college. Mm-hmm. And so the ins- and actually this but is she's what- got her, her addict outfit on so and she's all bruised up. So she has to go to her test. She just go- and I, why did bones not give her just a little bit of blood to heal her? Cause he's been giving her drops just to keep her healed. Yeah. But no, he just sends her like bruised and disheveled and in her like oversized she hoodie with slept. the, you got me yeah. horse. So she, she, probably bombs the test she goes to all her other classes which is mm-hmm. a wild choice good for yeah. her um she goes back to her apartment her and mom's her there. mom shows up yes and she's a mess and timmy comes wandering by because he was very impressed with the coffee drool and mm-hmm. she says this is my boyfriend timmy timmy this is my mom he's helping me kill vampires and t- and then she pulls timmy aside and's like listen my mom She's got or kill demons. I think demons. Is what she, she says my mom. She's like off her meds. She thinks uh, demons yes. are real. So the whole time her mom is like, "Yeah, you kill those vampires. You get them." She's behind her mom, looking at Timmy, making like she crazy. Yeah. It's kind of awful, but her mom is kind of awful, so yeah. I'll allow it. Also, what mom is showing up at a college person's apartment? It's an hour drive away. Unannounced. Unannounced. Although well, supposedly they had plans this time. But This is a pre-cell phone. Like they, they, at some point, somebody says, we should get you a mobile telephone, but we don't <laughs> have them yet. So get the, you a Nokia 1320. Get you a Razor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, mom, she says, mom, I'm so sorry. Rough night, like hunting vampires with my boyfriend, Timmy. To yeah. Timmy, she's like, my mom thinks they're real. <laughs> and Timmy's like, we will get those vampires by the power of Christ, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. So Timmy... The, a good guy doesn't deserve any of this really um so mom heads out uh and cat goes with bones to meet Francesca. francesca she is every stereotype Mm-hmm. of a spicy latina yeah she is it's Every really stereotype cat is so jealous because she has the boobs and the ass yeah. and the tiny waist and the good and hair she's fiery mm-hmm. and the good hair mm-hmm. and when she sits down she does flash everybody basic instinct style like she she, is, sh- she, she flashes them a shaved beaver pelt <laughs> which that's two different things <laughs> how could it be shaved and a beaver pelt at the same time beavers are notoriously furry <laughs> and lush was it made should we instead say she 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 flashed us a bald beaver shaved beaver <laughs> i pelt is not the word here pelt is never the word <laughs> Never the word. I mean, I'll talk about a man pelt. Oh, uh, you want to do that for a while? I want to just talk about our favorite, like Henry Cavill with the nice, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So 
Francesca says, I'm working for Hennessy. I hate him. He is my master. He made a me. A sire, yeah. He's my sire. Basically, and the so... person who, the vampire who turned you into a vampire is your sire, and you're beholden to them for your whole life? Your whole damn life. And then, and so she's tired of him because he's a mess, and he's dangerous, and he's, uh, and they also, basically, they will protect you, but they're also extorting you the whole time and he's not a he's not a nice Hennessy's not a nice guy obviously he's murdering women like terribly yeah. so not a nice guy so Francesca's like I want out I know this is dangerous I'm gonna try to get you information and about who there's a there's a new guy that's him. pulling the strings that's helping keep the information under wraps that Hennessy is reporting to that it's all powerful and it turns out that man is the governor of Ohio. Okay, you jumped <laughs> way, way ahead, but fear the power I of the governor. I only spoiled it because it fit Ohio. really well. It really for did. The it joke. really did. Um, and for a while, she was thinking it might be the mayor, but no, no. <laughs> it goes He's, all the way to the top. <laughs> straight of Ohio. to the top of Ohio. <laughs> the governor. So while they're in this room with Francesca, and Francesca's flashing her naked beaver, Cat um, Bones does something, and Cat's like, "That was nice. I'm going to give him sex afterward, and maybe a blowjob." because it turns out I kind of like giving a blowjob. Yeah. I guess there's two tramps in this room. Yes. <laughs> Somehow, the, but, like, it d- is just, it's so... Blowing your boyfriend does not make you... Dr- <laughs> enjoying giving... Francesca's not a tramp because of how she's dressed. Nope. And and, and you giving your boyfriend a blowjob is not. Yes. Tramp. So anyway, the, maybe well, you like pink jizz. It's okay. It's okay. You're not a tramp. It's oh, we did kind of gloss over that, but he did. I mean, you get the idea. Yeah, you get. It. And the first fluids. time they have sex, she's like, "Wait, what is that?" And he's like, "Oh, that's me, love." It's, like, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. He's very matter of fact. He's not apologetic. Bless no. bones. Um, so actually, and here is where she does get a little. This is where I start to like her turn because she says, "If bones were shallow like me, he'd say all I'd ever asked or shown an interest in about vampires was how to kill them. Yeah. Anything to do with culture, beliefs, values, traditions hadn't concerned me." Yeah. So she's acknowledging that okay, it's not just vampires. And the other thing we haven't talked about is. Every time she meets somebody who's like, my love died years ago. She's like, vampires? And he's like, no, humans. Humans fucking suck. All the vampires are like. Every time she talks to a vampire, she's like, oh, vampires? They're like, no, humans are terrible. Humans are the fucking worst. Francesca (laughs) goes on a whole tirade about how. Like, look at all the things you excuse and overlook. And and so there was like some like really. I thought actually pointing things that Janine Frost said during this that were like, okay, like that amount of alertness and paying attention to how things are is so but it was in such a contrast to how she felt about how women dressed and how she yep. treated women through this book but then she's like all about social justice issues in these things in this book it was very weird i don't know so we uh they leave francesca francesca goes off to really genuinely endanger her life to get yeah. information about this trafficking ring uh bones and cat do have sex in a stairwell cat mind wipes the guy who comes in they no, seem not to cat bones bones mind wipes she Thank doesn't you. know she how doesn't to. know how to do that yeah um so the next chapter they bump into danny we have not discussed oh danny danny is Kat's first sexual encounter. She was basically had convinced herself she was in love with Danny. I'm not really sure how they met. They, she I was think they 16. met at a club. She was 16. He was older than that. He convinced her that he liked her, that he loved her, that they were special. He they refers had, to her as being underage. So he's aware that she he, is 16. He says, you mm-hmm. look like a, when they bump into each other again, he says, you look like a baby when we were together. You've really grown up because she's in her full gear. Yeah. Um, but he did have sex with her and then ghosted her. Yeah. And she was destroyed. And, and so the, that was her only sexual experience before bones the night when she realized she had been ghosted was the night that she killed a vampire for the first time yeah Mm -hmm. uh so they're (laughs) out of the club tracking more vampires they bump into danny and bones is like is this the guy 
is this the fucking guy? And he takes Danny's hand and he just okay. pulverizes he it. He crushes it so much the, the bones, bones come out the of the skin. skin. And then because he wants him to remember who did it he doesn't glamour him he doesn't wipe his brain and danny absolutely turns him over to the police and honestly i feel like i don't know did danny deserve to have his whole ass hand crushed i mean yes yeah okay fair all right fair. the audience has spoken all right that's fair i mean he he had knowingly had sex with an underage woman true true and then later on was like you know what? Now that you're old enough, you look better. You look even better than yeah, when I adult women you generally when I was, do. You were 16. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I feel like I the 16 thing wasn't emphasized enough prior to this chapter. It was yes. after the fact that yes. she was like, and I was 16. I was like, oh, that because when he, when Bones was doing it, I was like, wait, that guy had sex with her and left, and you're destroying his hand. The age thing was later, so I think it was a little out of order and it for me. Been when she them. rewrote things, you know, that what could I mean? be too. That could mm-hmm. be too. Anyway, so um, Bones happily destroys Danny's hand. He runs off sobbing and bones is like couldn't handle his liquor am i right to the bartender (laughs) and they head back to cat's apartment again her mom shows up again unannounced yes and she makes bones hide in the closet because she's not ready to tell her mom who hates vampires that she is sleeping with a vampire and bones basically says you know i'm not the one who's in the closet you're in the closet like you can put me in this closet all you want but you're not doing that which was maybe questionable i mean he knows kind of where she's coming from but he's also i think prioritizing himself in that if you're not ready to tell your mom and pursue a relationship with me honestly then i'm not necessarily then let me know when you are in the words of rupaul if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else can i get an amen yeah right (laughs) and honestly bones needed she needed to hear that he needed to say you gotta sort this shit out because you're hiding who i am who you are also there is nothing redeeming about her mother is there no i mean not that i find how much she loves Mm -hmm. her mom and her mom's always supported her bitch what no yeah she has said nothing but you're evil and you gotta kill the the only time she's nice to cat is when cat's talking about how a vampire she killed it's wild and i understand your mother is your mother and those relationships are complicated i get that but Woof. Um. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. 
so then she it's like there's like a montage of where she talks to timmy and like some other stuff happens we find out that she wears black gloves as part of her ensemble which picture was that with the green the and only silver thing dress. worthwhile <laughs> the only thing worthwhile of me highlighting in chapter 19 was that section where yeah, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> and then oh and also the part where that's when we all in chapter 19 is also when we realize that she is Catherine kathleen yeah and that's that's not good um but then she comes to realize that she does want bones in her life she wants to be open and honest with him so she calls him on his phone inside his cave his cave phone his cave phone it's um, like a bat phone yeah and uh and she's like hey i want to come see you and he's like hey francesca and she's like what and and he's like hey come here now i gotta keep this line clear something happened so she rushes there and um oh wait is this when she puts the spandex on no, that's later. Okay, sorry. There's I didn't a lengthy description of spandex. I don't know why. <laughs> so then she gets there. They realize that something happened to Francesca. So they go to um, they fi- they go and they find her body right at, at Hennessy's favorite dumping site. So Francesca yeah. and they Bones makes a point of saying Hennessy, if he knew Francesca had betrayed him, would have drawn out her death for weeks because she's dead and it's clean. She did it herself. Like she staked herself. Yeah. Which is like that's how scared she was of Hennessy. So it's yeah. upping the stakes for everybody. Hennessy is that bad that francesca would rather and she also didn't want bones to be found he thinks you know what i mean there's nothing to lead her um they're sad but not sad enough that they don't go bang it out and they also she insists that he drinks her blood because she wants she wants that part of (laughs) i want my blood inside you bones i want to know it's running through your veins this is very sexy talk for vampires. How yeah. dare you? Yes. <laughs> and then, okay, and then she wakes up because she goes through, like, once he drinks her blood, she kind of goes into, like, a stupor and she kind of passes out, right? Mm-hmm. She wakes up in a, in a cocoon. And after they have had this very intimate moment, she accuses him of undressing her while she sleeps. Ma'am, you just had him. You just willingly let him drink your blood. Cat, we are and trying, now we're going to assume. We're trying to go along on this journey with you, Cat, but you're making it so hard. hard. But, th- but I will say, she does have a really nice monologue in this chapter. She says, I'm, I'm, I'm moody, insecure, narrow-minded, jealous, borderline homicidal bitch, but I want you to promise me that you're okay with that because it's who I am and you're what I need. Yeah. Uh, she says, I missed every minute that I wasn't with you. Um, I, If my mother disowns me for being with a vampire, that's her decision. I've yeah. made mine i won't apologize or back down so she does tell him she loves and him so th- there is yeah. you do see the change it just is uh, kind of like two oh, steps yeah, we forward didn't, we didn't step. uh, talk about when he told her that he loves her um at that point in time i was like you love this person? this person who keeps accusing you of all kinds of things and is you just are like willing to tr- say i love you out loud to cat Catherine Kathleen, who has multiple times insul- insulted you to your face, to, your fa- to, your, to her mom, to Timmy, Made you to like <laughs> yes. everybody. This is what I'm saying. I, I want, I like Bones so much. I want him to be with somebody who like yeah. respects him, yeah. but he just loves her. And I guess I, I don't know. Yeah. So then she goes back to her apartment and the cops show up. Yeah. So Danny has been like, this man broke my hand. Yeah. And so they, the cops start put together. When we open with that body in the trunk in the very beginning with the cop, with the belt, yeah. with the what you the up to. The belt buckle, chuckle, sh- chuckle, shuffle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have found that body. They found the body of the woman that that vampire killed. And they found the vampire's body quite desiccated. They're very confused about why 
somebody would have dug up this body and put it back in the ground put later. Put it back in modern clothes mm-hmm. and then buried it again. Decapitated and it and then buried it. And somehow Danny gets involved and says, oh, I was with her that night or she left early. Like, Danny basically gives them evidence that Kat was involved, that she was mm-hmm. the redhead, she was driving the truck, blah, blah, All blah. All redheads. Justice um, for redheads. In my mind, the moral of the story is that maybe Bones should have killed Danny like yeah. he wanted to <laughs> or wiped his mind, honestly. Yeah. Shouldn't have been petty about it. Should have broken the hand and then been like, you fell real hard. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Wasn't so, it a bummer that you slammed it in your car door? Just, she, you ran into my knife nine times. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he had it coming. <laughs> uh, I want you to sing more of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say Kat here behaves really wisely. She, The cops leave. She's like, you she, can't get anything yeah, from me. You can't come in like, here. You can't do a look around. You have nothing to take me. You have no warrant. There's, you're definitely not coming into my house. You have to leave. And here's where she puts on the spandex. Yeah, she puts on a full spandex outfit this is another the makeover shirt, montage the pants. yeah like exactly. the spandex headband like everything is spandex she's basically putting up a ruse that she's going to go running in the woods because so she, she parks, knows yeah. that she can't call bones right away and be like they know they know because yes. that's what they would expect so she Thanks. doesn't call him she does this she goes to the mall and she shops for an hour <laughs> in her spandex and then she parks like 10 miles away from the cave and she goes for a really circular jog four miles for at what point i would be too tired for crime fighting like no um so she gets to the cave and she tells Bones what's been going on and Bones immediately says call your family yeah and so she gets on the horn she calls her family and it rings and it rings and it rings and it rings because apparently it's a how it's a house landline but it doesn't have an answering machine so nobody answers so they race to her house and her grandparents are real murdered yeah have been murdered yes yeah they so and it's like very dramatic so she finds so they find their grandfather down in the front room she goes upstairs finds her grandmother bones has stayed down with the um with the grandfather finds a note but then the cops show up so they hurry on out of there she throws knives okay into detective manfield's hands both of them the, the detectives show up and she's just like, okay so when she leaves she's still in her spandex but oh no now, she has put on she's knife, put on like knife you know the, the rambo style like and two knives, guns guns she's got them in her boots she's got on them on her, her thighs she's got them on her arms i think she's like she's just she's a she knife. uses all of them and don't worry you guys she's a really really good knife thrower which was news to me at this point in the book it, it must have been that she practiced it we did not see evidence of this but that's okay she had all but at we the beginning busy. she had thrown the stake at at bones and she almost got him so like if somebody had just like several chapters earlier been like you're real good at throwing knives <laughs> her being like whip 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 into the wrists of the detectives would have yeah. made it's fine it's fine she's a she's a knife badass it's cool yes. um and you know her grandparents were terrible like yeah terrible but death by nobody deserves that death by throats getting ripped out yeah, is what yeah. happened so uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry okay sorry this is a room I didn't of romance, mean to make people. it so real <laughs> um so this is a vampire book everybody this is, this is from here on out it's almost non-stop action it really, yeah things this is great it you goes like action. really bam, fast bam, bam, bam. It, yeah and that, Although, I, that is something i think this book did really well the fight scenes i could you could keep track of them yep. you could know what was happening they were very they were descriptive without they were there was some gory stuff but it wasn't like yeah it wasn't it wasn't torture people are getting pointy, punched you know? it through their rib cages okay like, that's about to happen it's in my there notes. was she had a man hanging from her You're arm jumping ahead. <laughs> she had a rib cage on her arm yeah. yeah um so they have a note that says where and it's it's, it's kind of coded so bones knows what it means Recompense where he can go to find 
two days something something two, two clicks after the death of the day or something it's two in the yes. morning so bones says here's the thing they don't know you're a half vampire they're expecting me they're not expecting you so you're going to act really innocent you're going to cover up all your knives and, your to be spandex. Drunk again. Um, and so i'm going to go in and i'm going to get your mom out it's definitely a trap but you're going to be the spoiler you're going to be the yeah. surprise badass so he says i'm going to rip off every hand that touched your mom or your grandparents i'm going to do that even though i'm scared you're going to think i'm a monster i've just gotten you over thinking all vampires are monsters but i'm going to destroy everybody who's hurt your family which i mean look we don't want that in a real life boyfriend <laughs> but in our vampire boyfriend yes we do yeah and then they definitely stop and have sex which i yes. guess they had to wait until two in the morning to get her mom but they I mean, definitely like, are just like well we're not we got we're some hours to kill so they look real good in that spandex <laughs> now no actually you know what she still had her grandparents' blood all I was over just, her. Okay, she says she, they definitely have sex with her grandparents' blood. She talks about it. She brings it She's up. She's like, I'm not washing this off until I also have the blood of the people who did this to her on my hands. And I have to say, that sounds itchy. That <laughs> yeah. sounds unhygienic. Yeah. I would not want to fight uh-huh. uh, with my grandparents' blood on my hands, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, but I've never been there. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't I mean, know how I'd respond. But this is really where Kat becomes like a murder quippy yeah badass like she's not the child anymore and this this girl who said do you want to screw yeah um, <laughs> it's just like listen motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. at this point. and it's great i mean it really she really at this point cat for me has turned a yeah corner. she did she was a lot better and the action there was a lot more action this also, last last couple chapters this is also the chapter my notes have stopped okay so. no i got i, st- I we're, we're almost i swear to god we're almost done. um this is where bones needs a little top off because you know he's been expending a lot of energy he needs a little more blood yeah so they go to some bad part of ohio and <laughs> columbus they're set on by a bunch of potential muggers there's four of them and bones just whips his fist in a circle and takes yeah, all of them, them out, out. Yeah. with one punch i thought wait i thought i had highlighted that i wonder what happened to it because i was like wow it's the stooges and then natalie yeah natalie i'm ready she drinks his blood oh and that's right because she needs to get stronger so she actually with her little square ass teeth just like rips through his his neck if i were bones i would have been like wait just a second let me just get one of your knives no No, she like gums him to the his neck opens up how is i didn't even think this was possible listen with cat anything is okay it's Catherine kathleen she can do this kathy kathy c and c so so at first she doesn't like it. he's like you gotta you gotta yeah, power she's up like, you gotta take my blood and she's like mm, <laughs> mm, and then like, she's like yes yeah. and she doesn't want to stop and bones has to be like get off me but she she, she feels the the power up and she feels like the the splitting of his skin becomes pleasurable yeah. and i'm like it was genuine okay, okay. You, I had realized, there, you had okay? to be there okay there were some groans in this room that i did not appreciate <laughs> the, the michael catch it okay good thank yeah. you <laughs> but no so she understands and so she's just like what was that and yeah. he says it's like that everybody's first time yeah. you know you were able to stop it's gonna go away yeah. but this happens to vampires but this yeah. cha- this whole chapter slapped yeah. um so basically my notes at this point are just action action action, action. they walk into hennessy's place to save mom bones tells they don't her, walk in she drives a car through that motherfucking building she really she does she slams at, like vampires with the car and then she's like pew 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 throwing knives knives she she punches through people's chest she has yes, a, a rib she cage dangling off her arm she punches through a guy's chest she, and then punches another guy with the guy on her arm she, she uses a head like a bowling yes, ball to she, knock like, other yes, it is and, wild and 
some and so before she's gone in, she's called the cops and been like, "My name is Cat. I I did that I, to those yes. cops. Come and get me." And at some point, the cops come bursting in, like everybody from hey. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's oh just like just body <laughs> parts, and she's just throwing everything, and then the cops take her. She, gets, right, yeah. so she kills Hennessy. She does manage oh, to kill yep. Hennessy, so suck it, Trevor. Yeah, and then there's one more guy that, but that takes off running. His name is Switch. His name is Switch. Bones goes after Switch. Yeah. The cops arrest Cat. So she um, ends up in a car with a cop who's like, yeah, I'll take you to the... I'll take you to... And then it clearly does not because yeah. he is on the take for... The, the governor, governor of, of Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> um, yeah, the governor of Ohio is evidently a criminal and, mastermind. And she says, my God, I voted for him. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm telling you, she gets what better. The fuck? And, and so the, this, this bad cop, so she grabs this bad cop by the balls and just twists. Yes. And the whole time in the audio book, the, the audio is just like, okay, it's uh, the governor's yes. house. <laughs> He was originally gonna. He has a bomb in the trunk. Okay, okay. So he says Hennessy agreed that he will clean the riffraff, like the the, the crime, Prosti- the, the prostitutes, the drug the users, drug dealers, the, the homeless people. So the people. governor can say, "I'm tough on crime." Yeah. Um, and then the governor hides the paperwork on these missing girls. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. If scratching is murdering vulnerable yeah. people. Yeah. Um. And so then the governor's plan is, all right, this has gone sideways. We have witnesses, so we're gonna kill Cat, kill Bones, and then we're gonna set off a bomb at the hospital where the survivors were taken yes all so the survivors all the, all that were and, yes. and he says natalie this is my favorite part of this book <laughs> he says um he's gonna then blame the muslim extremists because it worked for george w bush after 9 11 and y'all this is I, 2007 i have never seen george w bush's name in a romance novel before yes. I never want to see yes. it again. Nobody asked for this. Nobody asked if for I've this. If I've ever been wondering if they thought that the governor of Ohio was a Republican, I now know. Now I know. So she's like, well, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And so she makes him take her to the mansion where they're having some kind of gross sex exploitation party. Yeah. She takes off her shirt and her bra and is just shirtless in the back seat. She's got wounds. Yeah. Like we- She puts her hair to cover, to cover her bullet holes. That's what she says. Yeah. But her tits are out. And so the guard is like, who you got there? All right, All go right. on through. Yeah. Hey, high five. And so, um, and she says, you know what? Being underestimated is the greatest thing ever. Which, yeah. I kind of, again, she's working her strengths. She, you know, yes. they don't think she's going to be a murder machine. And in fact, when she gets there, the governor is like, I got this one. Y'all can go. Yeah. And, and so she recognizes that he is the big bad. She yeah. snaps his neck and then she surrenders to the cops who show up. Well, and she they does her. fight off. And if for those longtime listeners of heaving bosoms out there, there is much tits out fighting. Um, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so she fights off an entire, uh, she, cause she's, cause she got vampire smells. So she can smell exactly and, yep. and hear the heartbeats of how many people are in there. Um, and so she like tits out fights against all these people, kills the governor of Ohio, obviously evil I mean, mastermind governor of Ohio. Us hasn't shirtless killed the governor. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then and then surrenders, and then we find out that Ohio specifically has a branch of the FBI that I guess it would be the, the United States that is paranormal. It's paranormal, paranormal investigation. It's X Files. And like <laughs> But and like so, dicks, yeah, and like, but it's like, um, and not a fox molder dick, yeah. Like this is this is Don, and Don, um, right? Yeah, his, his name is, is for sure Don. Yeah, and Don is kind of like halfway retired 
ex-smoker, like yellow teeth, like beer belly, but he's running this elite team of like ex-army sergeants that Natalie, white men fail upward. <laughs> but you know that all of these guys were like dishonorably discharged oh, from totally. something. And you he's know got what a, I mean? he's got a bodyguard with him named Trent. So Kat wakes up Troy. Tr- I Trent? Trent. Oh. Tate? Oh. <laughs> Coming in how much many, from the audience. How many facts have we gotten wrong? Have you, have you been holding off on other corrections? Because you got to tell us. <laughs> You've he's, done very well. He's got, a, he's got a bodyguard whose name shall be... Starts with T. T Money. Uh, I don't know. Um, and so she's, she's like chained to the bed. And Don says, I know what you are. You're a half vampire. You're going to join me. And yeah. you're going to fight. You're going to like, lead a team. Well, and, but she says, no, I don't know what you mean. I'm just an innocent girl. Yeah. I'm just an innocent girl and he looks down at where all her bullet wounds are healed <laughs> and he's like oh really and he says to his bodyguard name uncertain hey <laughs> shoot her in the head and yeah. in a flash she like rips the yeah, thing off the wall way. Yeah. and like whaps them she both she kneecaps done she, 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 she kneecaps pulls, she breaks like, both his, of his knees his knees go backwards uh, yes. now <laughs> and, and like this man does not get medical treatment he's like he's, go get me a wheelchair my arthritis is acting up he's real no. proud of her he's like great you're gonna join us now right? yeah. so so her mom has made it out because her mom was kidnapped we forgot to sorry oh, yeah, we mom, don't give a shit about her mom unfortunately fine yeah. yeah her mom has been kidnapped but her mom is fine she's in the hospital with her and they agree to take her and her mom well yeah, her mom comes in because Donna's like, well, maybe your mom can talk some sense to you. Oh. And her mom comes in in a wheelchair also for some reason and says, I, I know you're with that vampire. You're a whore for the undead. Yeah. And it's like, she, she can't. <laughs> there is nothing redeeming about Juanita her, the, and, Crawfield. And Bones has saved her. Like, Bones made it a priority to save, to save this woman this who woman, hates yeah. him. So, um, Mom says, listen, I told the cops about your vampire lover. I want them to kill him. And Kat's yeah. like, okay, I forgive you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mess. And so they do take Therapy. her and her mom in a car to yes. some location. I can't They're gonna remember. They're going to put them someplace, someplace yeah. safe. And so, then, but Kat agrees to join up, right? So, yes. Kat, so Kat realizes, okay, so what ha- what happened? Kat realizes that um, her mom is never going to be safe. Yeah. People are going to be after her mom because Kat is now they, a known yeah. half vampire. And Bones is never going to be safe from her enemies, from the yeah. government. And so she says, if I work with you, will you keep my mom safe and keep Bones safe? Yeah. Basically. Well, not Bones, I don't but think, like her yeah. mom. She doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't negotiate for Bones, but she has a plan for that. Yeah. And so they say 13 years. Work for us for 13 years. Yeah. Why 13? There's a whole really weird, non-documented on paper it's discussion. It's a verbal, like, you give me housing for my mom. And it was a lot of numbers that, <laughs> like... Was- needed to be written down it was like three independent missions a year yeah. but no more like, yeah it was wild okay. yeah there needed um, to be like a fact checker so on that. she immediately just bosses up and is like all right i'm the boss i get to pick my team mm-hmm. i get to do it i was like get it girl <laughs> yeah so they put her her and her mom into a car to take them to whatever location they're going to go to for cat to start serving her 13 years with the fbi with they're her and part of the thing is down the highway oh, and she oh and she says they say no contact with with your vampire lover so uh-huh. no contact with bones and she's like to save him I have to do this yeah I love him so much I have to agree to this because that's how he's gonna because you know it's one of those don't talk to your guy yeah. just make you a decision pretend like they don't exist. it's fine I know what's best because yeah. yeah um and she says I'm not gonna kill all vampires I will not kill yeah. sippers I will only kill killers which I thought was nice she's yeah. like so you she can get other people to around. kill sippers yeah. it's not gonna be me yeah so they're in a car going someplace it's like a whole armed like fleet a, of cars but they're like on the interstate yeah. <laughs> and who shows up in the middle of the highway 
bones. bones. Just it's like, just, just like puts a shoulder down and just like all the cars just causes, causes like a sixty <laughs> car pile up to save his his woman who but was like yeah. miraculously. Everyone survives. Everyone's fine. <laughs> Everyone's fine. Um, Including her mom, who was wheelchair bound prior to this. So he flips whole cars over. Sarah, he d- he d- listen, his love was in danger. Yeah, sure. Now, he's a two hundred year old vampire, which is younger than America. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. And so then he carries her mom, and they. <laughs> Cat punches her mom out, oh, which yes. was a cheer moment because she was yes. like, "Mom is gonna say that I made this agreement with the government," so she just socks her mom yes, in the jaw. Yeah, she's afraid her mom's I'm gonna give it away. She doesn't want Bones to know about the deal about yet. About punching women. I mean, if it's your mom. But this woman has called her a whore so many times. Mm-hmm. So many times. So Bones is like, I've made getaway plans. Here's an SUV. I bought this for you. It's under your fake ID. We're going to get out of town. We're going to take care of your mom. Like, Bones she bought, has he been bought her a Volvo. The he safest car on the road. You know what? You know he was looking at airbag ratings. Uh, yes, exactly. And he was just like nothing but the best. She can't die. I better get her the safest car. Brand so, new black Volvo. That's it. I have good news, everybody. This is the final chapter. So... <laughs> takes her mom and and cat to a hotel um cat takes her mom into the bathroom no to- he takes her to another ghoul's house oh that's right. rodney right. rodney's house rodney makes her pancakes Listen. rodney locks her mom in the basement is rodney single is rodney's a dream guy he, he made pancakes he and shut away mystery mom. foods he eats mystery foods but yes so she takes her mom into the bathroom they turn on the shower so the mirror gets steamy and cat writes basically he can hear you yeah so we, and so that was like again cat has gotten smarter she and she's really having has, like a like a verbal conversation that's like, like you have hey, to mom, trust we have me to mom do what she says yes but in the mirror she's just like listen we get ready to leave i'm gonna honor this agreement with the government i gotta keep him safe but she and bones do have one, one final more night, night together and her mm-hmm. mom's in the basement just like you're not gonna do that yeah. with that vampire <laughs> but and don't worry like, rodney has locked the bedroom door and then the basement door <laughs> and she's like why do these doors lock from the outside you know what it's Doesn't okay matter, it's but okay the bed's fluffy the bed's fluffy the bed is fluffy and they say and she cat and bones have one more night they say how much they love each other mm-hmm. um and then bones leaves to make final plans and cat is such a weirdo she's just like <laughs> i love you i'll always love you and if bones was at all smart he'd be like wait a second yeah she is she's very just like, They'll never just I will yeah. never forget you. And he's like, I'll be right back. And she's like, never, I'll never yeah. forget you. And he's so, like, okay, <laughs> see you in 20. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets on a helicopter. She's convinced, she basically has convinced Don, who's still alive. And in a wheelchair with his backward kneecaps. Yes, and has yeah, has convinced him that this body of switch that Bones had Bones killed she, has convinced him she puts Bones' jacket on. She takes That's Bones the only is, way we would know. She takes Bones' jean jacket. <laughs> which honestly, if you're doing Spike fanfic, use the leather no, jacket. You, didn't you hear about her birthday present or Christmas present that she got him that was a full length leather jacket? She got it for Bones for Christmas, but because she never was able to give it to oh, him. That's true. You know, see, He's gonna he's gonna get the spike wear later. It's yes. fine. It's fine. So she um, dresses up bones or switches body as bones. Don says, "Okay, bones is we dead. We believe you. We believe you." So she's gonna be the team leader. Um, and she basically her her thought process is the Red Reaper's ready for all you bloodsucker. Like let's yeah. do this. Yeah. And she did leave Bones a note explaining things. But then she remembers when he said to her when they first met, yeah. if, "If you, you run, run from me, 
I'll chase you and, and I'll, I'll find, find you. you. And that's how the book ends. And it's, and we, it's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. And I, I was not ready. We betrayed you all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I understand, I read a lot of articles about this. And from what I understand, like books two and like further on are years later. Yeah. So like... Right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm consulting our in-house expert. Uh, it Thank is you. Tate. I did go to that page and see it, so we were both wrong. Tate Bradley. Tate Bradley. I think. Yes. Tate Bradley. Um, he wears his collars popped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. So Kat's going to lead her team, and we're going to have all kinds of adventures. Seal Team There's Six. Seal Team Seal Team Cat. Uh-huh. Catherine Kathleen. So, so that's the... That's it. Do you have a lady love? I do. Go for it. Okay, so Aaron and Mel started this podcast because they were best friends, uh-huh. and then through this podcast, I met you. Uh huh. And now you're oh my, one of my God, best friends, Sarah! Natalie. <laughs> and I'm so grateful. Oh my that gosh, I get to do that was with rude. You. <laughs> I love you too. I love you so much. Um, yeah, and now we're sitting here together. Uh-huh. We met through this podcast, and now we're sitting here together on this podcast. Please it's tell me your lady love wild. is cheese. Oh my God, my lady love was maybe going to be cheese. Um, <laughs> no. I've had a wild week. I had like lots of like real estate related issues that came up this week. Um, and uh, that's not a lady love at all. Um, actually, I don't know where I was going with that, but it's been a very, very wild week where uh, lots of things were up in the air. Um, and I was able to come and keep this as like a, a bright light at the end of my week to kind of uh, keep me going and and make sure that I could get here. And then this morning I made bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits. Um, And that's my lady love. (laughs) Did did you make the biscuits? I didn't. I used refrigerator biscuits. No, that's how it's making. Did you take them from the fridge and introduce them to heat? Yeah, he did them in the oven. Did you make those biscuits? Yeah. I made bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits. I had leftover bacon in my fridge. I didn't even have to make the bacon. I just heated it up. And I ate, like, hot breakfast. You did it. On the Saturday before this event. You did it. Oh, but then I got a haircut. Look at this pretty woman. And I went and got a haircut. And I was telling, I was telling, that is actually what's supposed to be a lady lady love, and I forgot. Um, But I got a haircut from a new person, and I met him truly this morning. I'd only talked to him on the phone. And he was like, so what are you doing today? You said you have a live event. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this vampire book. And did you know that vampires have pink sperm? And I truly had not met this man until today. How did he do? He was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Totally rolled with it. We talked about sperm for a little while there's an old there's an old uh, poll in the cult about what a vam- what happens when a vampire comes and like there was a bunch of do you remember this Jen yeah. um, there was a bunch of suggestions like is it a puff of dust is it does it unfurl a flag that just says like come and blanks yeah like and so like but now we know without a doubt it's without a doubt pink goo yeah <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Um, so that's my lady love is just coming in full force with a new person that's now going to cut your hair until the end of time, potentially. Or block your number immediately because, oh, wait, it's going to be in there as Natalie Pink Vampire Come. Yes. Natalie will talk about sperm. <laughs> Um, so that's it. That's it. Thanks Thank you, everybody here in this audience. We, we try to keep it to a tight hour, but here we are. Now a we're in 45 two. minutes in. <laughs> tight two. Um, keep being a badass. And love yourself 
like you love someone who fucks, fucks like, like a, a Trojan. Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ever that means I don't know to you. I, I and you define that in your heart. Yeah, your exactly. Heart, you decide what that. Good luck means. with those splinters. <laughs> Good luck with all those little men inside the big man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you wanted to have sex with a horse, but really you wanted to have sex with hundreds of men. <laughs> Somebody take the microphones away. <laughs> Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs>